Hello, it's me, Karina, and you're listening to Not My Problem, where my problems are my problems and your problems are not my problem. With me, Karina. Let me introduce myself. I am a self-appointed agony aunt, though I'm neither a professional nor an actual aunt. This is all just for a bit of fun. I had heard that a problem shared is often a problem halved. So here we are, slicing and dicing problems mid-air like in Fruit Ninja, except it's not fruit, it's problems. You're welcome. For disclosure though, every problem that comes in has and is entitled to full anonymity, because that's just how I roll. If you've returned to me like an expertly thrown boomerang, welcome back, you glorious beast. I've missed you. But if you're new to me, like the sounds I make when I try to get up in my mid-thirties, you're also welcome, friend. I've been expecting you. This is how the episode's going to work. So, I have two problems. I will read them out, and then I'm going to give the best advice my unqualified zero experience can offer. I mean, the best case scenario is that I do solve your problem. Worst case scenario, make it ten times worse and ruin your life. Unlikely, but really what I'm going for is the mid-outcome, where maybe my advice doesn't help, but listening to the advice being given does make your heart smile a little bit, and that problem that seemed like a mountain has become more of a hill. So, let's get on with it, shall we? Okay, so the first problem of today is entitled Hot Dad. They start by saying, hello, I'm ashamed. And quite honestly, I'm going to address this immediately. Go and find shame in the dictionary and scrub that out. Because, ma petite jambe, it does not exist here. In this realm that I've created for you and me. In this safe space where you can say anything freely without repercussion, without conscience. It is a safe, welcoming, loving place. So... I will rephrase your letter if you don't mind. Hello, I'm writing this, so I'll make it short. I'm besotted with my best friend's dad. He's gorgeous. He's also recently divorced. We are flirty, and I don't know if I should continue and hook up with him. My friend might hate me. She might also be okay with it. Help. Kind regards, horny lady. First things first, my little nibbling. There is no way she's going to be okay with that. That is such a shift in your social dynamics. That is like an, a nine on the Richter scale, okay? There's no way that anyone would be accepting of her recently divorced father bumping uglies with her best friend. And if, by chance, that isn't her version of the sixth circle of hell, then maybe... You have a superhuman, greater, above average, over evolved best friend. But the likelihood is you need to squash that hope immediately, okay? She's not going to be happy with that. And you have mentioned he's gorgeous, but is he as gorgeous as Colin Firth, crossed with Hugh Grant, with a smidgen, a little, little dash of Johnny Depp? Is he as magnificent as the holy trifecta of Dilfs? 
The answer is probably no. And is it worth trading in your friendship for that? No. The answer is no, my friend. But if you cannot quell your genitals, or you cannot quieten them, maybe it's the best to open a dialogue with your friend. Don't go straight in with, can I bone your dad? Probably not ideal. Uh, so we're going to go in gently. Okay. We're going to start with questions like, how do you feel about your dad being on the dating scene? Um, and then we're going to go a little deeper with, I mean, what if he starts dating younger women? And then a little bit deeper with maybe, how about dating women of our age? You know? And maybe get a sense of what that would mean or do to her. And also, I mean, flirting is one thing. Putting your genitals together is quite another. Now, the fantasy might be a greater ideal than the reality. Okay? He might have curling, yellowing fungal nails. You know? And how many years really has he got left in him? Not many. Okay? What if he's terribly boring? You know, what do you know about this man? He's always on his best behaviour around you for the 10 minutes, 20 minutes that you potentially speak with him upon visiting a friend. Let's just think about that. The crushing disappointment it would be to have that moment, that build-up, to, to get there for it all to sort of end. And self-loathing and, and disappointment. He may be very experienced and blow your mind. You know, so... <laughs> But is it a gamble you're willing to take? Heed my words. Speak to your friend first. And you shall see the right path, my friend. Thank you for getting in touch and good luck with your hot dad issue. On with the next. Our second problem of today is entitled A Work Conflict and they write Hi Karina, please keep me anonymous. I'm just settling into my new job, congratulations. I'm loving it and learning plenty of new skills. Really rewarding, that I like to hear. There is an issue though, I believe that's where I come in. One guy who I work with doesn't seem to like me. I've tried to be friendly with him but he's just rude and snappy. Everyone else seems to like me. Should I change my behaviour? What do I do? How do I deal with this? Thanks, Anon. Congratulations on your new job, by the way. I do like to hear the positives as well as the problems, so thank you very much for that. It sounds like on the whole you're doing really well. People seem to like you, you're getting on well, you're learning new skills. It's just this one chap, right? I just, I'm afraid there is always one, though. I mean, how imperative to your job is it that you have a close working relationship? Is it in a position to, say, get by on a weekly group email, for example? Or do you think your job is more dependent upon it? Like, for example, if you didn't get on well with this man, would it mean the end of days for you at that company? If it's the latter, I just have to say this. This is only one thing I can possibly suggest. And that's, well, kill him. Kill him with kindness. Drown him in it. Suffocate him in sweet, sickly juices of care and tenderness until his iron will is broken and he rises up to you on the higher planes of kindness. It will happen. It nearly always does. Trust me. I've been there. And if you're not sure where to start, I would say biscuits. 
bring in biscuits from the office, or better yet, baked goods from the local bakery. The smell alone will melt his heart. Be sure to do some digging, though. The last thing you want to be doing is offering a celiac a gluten-laden treat. Talk about smack in the face. And for heaven's sake, avoid the oatmeal and raisin cookies at all costs. You want him to like you, not turn the entire office against you. Just swing by his uh, desk, go so casually, and say something like, Oh, I got these yum-yums for everyone, but you look like you need first dibs. Shh, don't tell the others. Have a good day. Maybe throwing a casual compliment his way. Well done on that presentation on bananas. Great execution in the boardroom this morning. I like how your hair is on your head. You have nice face muscles. That's like that kind of thing, you know? Light, airy, just with a sense to bring joy. Boost him up. Then he's got really no option but to like you. You know, just keep going at it. Consistency is key, my friend. Do not give up. Good luck, my little office bunny. My faith is with you. That's it, two problems, two solution. I've signed, sealed, delivered, upheld my end of the bargain, my darlings. I do hope you've enjoyed listening. Um, and if you do use any of my advice, do get in touch and let me know. I love, love, love feedback. And if you've got a problem that you want me to look at, do get in touch. And that will be via email. And that's notmyproblempod at hotmail.com. That's notmyproblempod at hotmail.com. All lowercase, no fancy little characters in between. Um... Yes. Thank you so much. Have a bloody lovely life, you lovely lot. And um, and I will speak with you henceforth. <laughs>